Welcome to the Embrace Culture Podcast. I'm Clint Barefoot, and our desire is to foster healthy cross-cultural understanding, communication, and collaboration for today's global economy. For more resources, check out embraceculture.org. Today on the show, I want to address the idea of ethnocentrism. You know, people tend to view things that are different as being wrong. And and when it comes to um, the realm of culture and cultural practices, this tendency is called ethnocentrism. So let me define this real, just real briefly. Ethnocentrism, simply put, is the belief that one's own culture or cultural practices are superior to the practices or the or the culture of of another. And and so it's you know whether explicitly or implicitly it's it's easy for us to take on ethnocentric views uh, even if we may not know it. So for instance, um you know this idea that we we can often view things that are different as being wrong. Um it, it again, it can be explicit, it can be implicit. It might be um, it, it might be severe or it might be mild. A mild form of this, uh, uh, I guess, can be seen in, 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 in an example from South Asia, right? So if you've ever been to South Asia, you'll find that many people eat food with their hands, right? And so for people from the West, this is, this is a, uh, a very different cultural practice. And it, it's kind of alarming when we go into a restaurant and we see people eating with their hands, uh, and so, f- for people that are from the West who are used to eating with forks and spoons, uh, eating with utensils, uh, it's easy to naturally assume that it's wrong to eat with your hands. And so, when we see that uh, somebody is is eating differently, it's easy to assume that they're eating the wrong way. And so, we have to be careful uh, against assuming that because in reality – who is to say uh, what is the definitive right way or wrong way to eat food? And so uh, wh- whether whether uh, one culture eats food with their hands, whether another uses uh, utensils, this is merely a matter of difference and not a matter of right or wrong. And so this is, um, again, this is kind of how ethnocentrism can easily display itself. Um, this idea, again, that the way that we do things and the way uh, that our culture operates is is superior or is the right way, as opposed to to uh, the culture or practices of of other countries or other peoples. Um, so let me let me move on to break down three uh, main forms of ethnocentrism. The first form of ethnocentrism is xenophobia, and and this is this is having a strong disdain for people of different cultures or backgrounds. And so, an obvious form of this is racism, uh, and, and ra- this this idea that that somebody from one culture or ethnic group maintains a hatred towards somebody else of a different ethnic group or or, or culture. And so, uh, racism is a form of xenophobia. Uh, it's a form of ethnocentrism. And it's and it's a particularly harmful form of ethnocentrism that we need to be careful to avoid. The second form of of ethnocentrism is cultural superiority. This is the idea or belief that one's own culture is more advanced or more enlightened than another culture or another people. And um, 
this this really displayed itself through the colonial period. You saw Western countries traveling abroad, encountering new cultures, new peoples, new um, new lands, and the the assumption was that those lands were either primitive or uncivilized, and that the Western countries were were more advanced and developed and enlightened. And so this is a form. This is again called cultural superiority. It's a form of ethnocentrism, uh, and it it uh, it assumes that one's own culture is better or or more advanced than another. Uh, and this attitude has unfortunately unfortunately led to the destruction of, of many indigenous cultures um, across the world over the centuries, all in the name of civilization. Um, and so, yeah, it's, you know, it might not be as, um, as overtly ethnocentric as xenophobia, but it is a form of ethnocentrism that can have harmful effects. Um, now, moving on, the third form of ethnocentrism is called tacit ethnocentrism. That's T-A-C-I-T. Uh, tacit ethnocentrism, and so this is this is a, maybe a more subtle form of ethnocentrism, and it assumes that one's own way of doing things is not simply cultural; it's just normal, right? And so uh, again, this is this is more uh, more subtle, and and this form of ethnocentrism can really prevent us and blind us from seeing how our own culture has actually shaped us and the way that we live. Um, and so an example of this, let me give an example of this. It might be this. If you've ever tri- uh, traveled to uh, some Southeast Asian countries, you'll notice that many people, when they drink, or um, you might also find this in, 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 uh, in places in Africa as well, but you'll find that in many cultures across the world, when people drink water or whatever beverage they're drinking, they don't drink it with ice. And so you'll go to a home of somebody in Southeast Asia and they'll offer you water, but they won't have ice in it. And we might initially assume from the West um, that that's not normal. It's not normal to drink water without ice because so many people in the West are used to drinking water with ice. And we automatically assume that that it is wrong. It is it, it is the wrong way to drink water, uh, to drink it without uh, ice cubes. And so, um, again, this is this is assuming that your own cultural practices are the definitive standard, and that everything else is then subnormal. But again, like I mentioned earlier, who is to say that? There is a right and wrong way to drink water, whether with ice or without. There's really no one to say that. There's no standard um, by which we can judge a right or wrong way to drink water. And so this is an example of tacit ethnocentrism. It's this subtle assumption that the way that you do things is the is the normal way. It's not necessarily cultural. It's just the normal way, and the way that everybody else does things is then subnormal. And and this might not be as harmful of uh, a form of ethnocentrism, but it is still ethnocentrism, and it can it can prevent us from really understanding other people, from communicating well with other people, and it can subtly. Um, uh, lend uh, or it can subtly lead us to assume that again 
our culture is superior to another. And that again, this is something we want to guard against. So there are your three forms of ethnocentrism, xenophobia, cultural superiority, and tacit ethnocentrism. And so again, each of these forms is, is going to prevent us from really uh, understanding, appreciating, and communicating with people of different cultures. And, and, and if you're in a an international business context, for example, this is going to make it uh, very difficult to interact with your your clients or other partner organizations that might be from a different culture. So uh, it is very helpful to recognize various ways that we uh, we can uh, take on ethnocentric views, and it, it's helpful to uh, start working against that to try to avoid uh, those kinds of ethnocentrism. And so I hope that's helpful for for you to think through. Um, and, and, and better equips you to handle some of the cross-cultural realities that you face uh, in international business and international educational context. Well, that's all we have for the show today. Uh, check out embraceculture.org for more resources, and you can subscribe to the podcast on either iTunes or soundcloud.com.